how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strike. It's Freddie Youngberg again, pushed out by Bartes. Wilson! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership, and this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle! It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur! What's up guys, welcome back to the Pace and Power podcast. A couple months ago we recorded an episode talking about the Super League, but it was the day before all the official announcements, so a lot of it was speculation in our episode and ultimately we couldn't use, use what we said because everything had changed by that point. However, towards the end of our discussion, we, we came up with a little game, basically discussing how we think the game's gone. And I think it made for quite good listening, so enjoy. Should we do should we do a quick fire games goning where one of us says a concept and the rest of them everyone else has to say gone or not? Okay. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I'll start with European Super League. Okay, okay. start with, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll start and we'll just go around. I think so we'll kick, we'll kick off with European Super League. Games went. Game gone. has <laughs> vanished from the horizon. Game yeah, is yeah. absolutely gone. Absolutely. Game game is disintegrating before our eyes, like at the end of Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pat, you go, you go. Uh, VAR going gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gone. The, the door is open, but it's kind of still held in conversation with you trying to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's sort of you know, you know, in like in in a western where the door the door will open, it will sort of like flap open back and forth. Like <laughs> maybe maybe someone's gone, maybe they haven't. But okay, okay. Uh, Dixon, your turn. Fourth kits, absolutely gone. Gone, gone. Game, uh, not gone. Really? Oh. Have as many like, kits as you like, as long as you don't wear them that much. You like PSG X Jordan? Oh, oh, I've, got a soft, I've, I've got a soft spot for that horrible kit, you know. <laughs> Do you know Napoli have released five, no, I think maybe even be six kits now. This <laughs> Six fucking kits. It's too Are you many. kidding me? Fullbacks being judged on attacking more than defending. Gone. 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 So here. Game is so here. <laughs> what are you talking about? You just don't like the wan fucking shit. <laughs> No, I want I want fullbacks to be like the worst technical players on the team. No, <laughs> no, the game the game just is, like the in game real is life. Here. Yeah, it's bad right here, right bad now. Your eyes. You real life. What are you talking about? Using football in real life. <laughs> no, but like say for example, like <laughs> no, but like in real football, when you play a game, this is the realest of football. I hate that, but I hate to say it. As real as football gets. As when you're down the park with your mates when you're playing eleven side, I hate to say it, but. The left back usually is the worst player in the team. Yeah, yeah he yeah. is. They peak. They peak later though. <laughs> they peak no, later. The right yeah, yeah. The, no, the the right back's usually the worst player in the team because the left back is the second left-footed player. The best yeah. left-footed player is the left mid, and what if you have a second one, he's at left back. What if you don't have Whereas, a left-footed player though? What if the left back is? What if the left back is right-footed? Then the worst one is left back. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't. You, I don't think the worst one is still right back because then you wouldn't. You trust the more think... right back and left back as an inverted sort of wing back. Um, right. So my my next one for uh, for games gone or not is the misuse of kits in games, namely, and the worst defenders of this are Manchester City. I think um, they've got that kit that looks like bacteria, like you know, when the microscope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like bacteria. They've used that. At home, I think once that is like the second you're hot, you're not wearing your home kit. Well, really, if it was down to me, you'd never wear your unless it was an actual color clash. You'd never ever wear any other kit apart from your home. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I like I like your like team's colors being represented on the pitch. I hate the yeah, idea. Yeah, of, like, yeah. you, wear, you wear your home kit unless there's going to be a clash. No, yeah. no, no, no. But yeah. what about what about what about like I prefer it. Wear home kit at home, wear away kit away, unless there's a clash. I think that's a fairly good rule of thumb. Yeah. I think I like both having, are acceptable. I like the, Basically, the I, want, I want to be able to not like picture in my head what the teams are going to look like on the pitch before I turn the telly on. Yeah. And then when I tune in, that's what I'm looking at. So I don't care which one of those is, but I don't want to see like stuff like when team, this is really not quick fire anymore, but like <laughs> when like Arsenal in the past have had to wear red shorts instead of white shorts. Oh, horrible. It's more so like, disgusting. You know, you know, you guys know me. Like, I, I, I very much like football, like fashion. I'm really into it. But it's more so teams becoming aware of the idea that it's like a fashionable thing. Like the best kits, I think most of us could agree, are like those late '90s ones. Yeah, where like it yep. wasn't really it was fashionable, but it kind of it wasn't the point. They just I, they were just going wild with the designs. And now it's like yeah. it's like eating itself. It's the, just, the more like the more like a bus seat. A kit looks the better yeah. it is. Yeah, <laughs> like the bus seat. Nigeria, twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's such a bus seat. <laughs> Beautiful, silly patterns. But yeah, I'm saying game uh, out the window for that one. Yeah, yeah, gone, 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 gone. Don't like it. It's a bit gone. Yeah, it's funny gone. because because we're a bunch of tw- twenty two and twenty three year olds um, <laughs> sat talking about game's gone that's how you know it's really sprinting yeah now, yeah where it's like i don't recognize the game anymore and i've only been watching it for, <laughs> for the a past bit. two decades oh i've got i've got one i've got one i've got one um uh bruno fernandez more than ever before the game okay, is, okay. is with us I'm holding out. Is I, I want to see him with fans in the ground and i want to see how if that dynamic changes him in any way or oh, he'll be better he'll be he'll, how they he'll react be, yeah no he'll, he'll be, be supercharged he, he, played, he played four when he came in front of fans and he yeah. just tore it up oh also i mean okay that's obviously not a serious one but a serious one is uh and i know it's coming to an end now but football without fans oh jesus God. christ this i know it's such a cliche but it's just solo for Gwayne. it's yeah it's it's like at the start, um, it was almost like a novel thing. You were a bit like, "Oh, this is weird." Like, and at least football's back. Now, I would, ra- I would rather genuinely stop the season now and not play football until fans are back. I, th- I think, I think that's compounded <laughs> by us having a horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, for your season. It I'm true. with you on that true. one, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. But I think a lot of people would agree because, like, we're watching the. It's the ghost of football, like this, isn't it? Like, it's not right. This is what I imagine the Super League to be like, to be honest. It's like turned up yeah, to your yeah, house yeah. in the middle of the night. Sterile like, Christmas. Yeah. Mm. Sterile shite with the occasional go defense thrown in. Yeah. Go defense. Because mm-hmm. I'll watch like highlights whenever we're about to play a team. I watch highlights of our last few games against them. 
uh, obviously only the ones that we've won. I, I, I'm not some sort of uh, <laughs> masochist, but yeah, uh, <laughs> like I, I'll sit up immediately. I'll hear fans like, "Oh my god, shit, yeah, I forgot what football used to be. This, this sport <laughs> looks so much fun." Yeah, <laughs> I want to watch. I want to watch this. <laughs> yeah, Dixon, have um, you got a game's gone moment? Uh, asymmetrical formations. Oh, oh, oh god, game's gone, game's gone, gone, gone. I don't know. I don't know if that's game's gone personally. I think that's just like weird overthinking BS in football. But I don't like it. I don't think that's game's gone. I just think it's changing the approach. Next, the next category is weird overthinking BS in football. <laughs> <laughs> on. But that's always happened. That has always happened, to be fair. Yeah. That's always happened. To be fair, uh, you want weird. the game to have its visionaries in, in, yeah. uh, in yeah. like covers, for yeah. better or for worse, to be fair. You want that. I think you know there's some tactical changes to the game which I fucking hate, which I'll get onto. Okay, okay, okay. But not that isn't one of them. I don't think it's quite. It's not a very was, common thing. as what was it really asymmetrical? I mean, you guys watch Arsenal. It might be every week, but like. No, I, I just think of this. There was this Juventus. The Juventus default formation on FIFA. It has like their midfielders are they're not in a line or in any sort of pattern. It's are they like, like zigzag. It, it's like a zigzag. Yeah. <laughs> Miserable. <laughs> it's disorderly, but I don't think it's games gone personally. It's chaos. Um, it's not. Is not. I don't think it's games gone. Yeah. But okay, I've okay, okay. Football teams having TikTok. I think TikTok is like life's gone. Like <laughs> social <laughs> media's yeah. gone. <laughs> nah, man. I think I think you guys need to accept accept. Uh, no, I have it. It's good. I hate I hate that I like it. It's a thing. I like it so much. I think it's fun. But it's very you, Teddy. It it, you just, it just takes a bit of getting used to, but like that's fine. Like oh, Watford, no. Watford, Watford are better at TikTok than they are at playing football. This <laughs> <laughs> is a very broad one, and one I'd, I'd like to speak about. Oh, I'm not point. ready for you to come with another broad point. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like trophies, modern games sport. <laughs> trophies. <laughs> trophies don't mean anything. Uh, it's <laughs> Sky, especially, and a little bit of BT Sports, just presentation of football matches i think is is so outdated and so poor these days okay give give some examples of this because i'm sure i agree with you but i want i want to hear details my entire like you know his Martin Tyler is gone his his ability to commentate is <laughs> gone you know voice gone basically <laughs> so that not the commentary format isn't gone but he as a, as a main staple should go um i think the idea of like pundits talking about the game in the kind of way they do at the moment or at least with the pundits they have on the moment that needs to go did and you I see oh, Ke- so Keown's Keown's performance for the uh, FA Cup semi-final was worse than Sterling's? <laughs> like <laughs> he he said, "Oh, what was it?" He said, um, "It was something. It was like a locksmith metaphor, and it was something like it was something like he's oh, it was it was he's probing like a locksmith." What? Oh. <laughs> well, I guess the other probing alternative is like alien or like yeah, in the file. In the butt, in the butt, and I preferred that. And the butt has no place on the football field. Think like an alien on the field. But That'd be game so gone. Good. <laughs> he's, he's probing. He's probing like an alien. That's brilliant. I think just in um, general. Okay, like, this Super Sunday. Like main genius in the commentary box gone. Oh, main genius. <laughs> you guys know what I mean. I, no, I like, like genius. I like genius as well, but. I get why you don't like him. No, I I, I really dislike him. But that's my, my... I think it's more Sky Sports games gone for me at the moment. It's a shadow yeah. of what they were, is all I'll say. 
this isn't this isn't a game's gone, but this is another. This is more on the topic of the Americanization of football. And and would you guys enjoy an all star game? I, yes. I would. I, would. Yes. I think I'd, lo- I'd, I'd love it. I think it'd be fucking <laughs> yeah. brilliant. I, I think I think game would well and truly be with us. Yeah, because uh, it's it's like um it's like uh what what's that stupid fucking uh charity football thing called? Soccer aid. Soccer aid. Yeah. Soccer aid. It's like it that, but. Stupid. I love soccer aid. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, it's, it's, soccer aid is gone. It's lost its spark. <laughs> yeah, soccer aid's gone, to be fair. Um, yeah. It used to be good. When when Mourinho was fouling guys <laughs> from the touchline. No, but, I love yeah. that. Like, a not, a, not a serious thing. But it'd be, you'd be playing for only for your pride. I think that'd be yeah. great. I think that'd be fucking great. And it's just vibes as well. No, no trying to win, trying to score crazy goals. Maybe yeah. even literally, I'm not even joking, maybe even literally implement like, you know, overhead kick counts for two or type sort of stuff. <laughs> I'd love Instant that. Wax. Because <laughs> I think because I, <laughs> I think I think making football less serious would would be a an interesting mm. route to go. Like it I think football, so serious. football is a bit too serious sometimes. I think there needs to be more room for for fun, for stupidity. Well, it's like why we eulogize about like, and this is the football we were watching. Maybe it's because we were kids, but like mid two thousands was like the best time of football because like the main characters, if you like, weren't especially serious people, and it was fun. Like Ronaldinho, your Ronaldinho, your your Kakas, uh, like even Rooney. Like Rooney is he's he's a bit of he seems like a bit of a twat, but he doesn't seem like <laughs> a hyper serious consummate professional. He seems like a real person. Yeah, uh, yeah. that just happens to be absolutely amazing at football. Uh, Ronaldo doesn't seem like a real person, but he's not like a ster- he's not sterilized in the way. He's sort of just like weird. He's, he's a bit weirder. of a robot. He's he- I know, he's not he's not a robot. He's he's ultra he's ultra competitive to the extent that it's I like that. Don't like him. I but think I like it's that. less fun. I don't I don't want people to be like like their whole life is about like maintaining their body perfectly so that they are like the perfect oh you want more schlubby schlubby ballers no no i just i think there's room but there's room for ronaldo's in this one there's not room for kevin de bruyne's in this world that's what i'm saying no no no, no, no. there's not room for games gone like games gone yeah (laughs) well this this is well this is another this isn't so quick fire but like the sort of maybe the lack of rivalry and competitive sort of steel compared to football 10 15 years ago that is a little bit games gone for me it's not fully games gone do you but, not you know, like, do you not like it when the players give each other a pat on the back at the end of the game they're two they're <laughs> two friends they are too friendly um i would like I, a I, bit I'm really more sorry to burst the bubble on this and like because this is a proper cliche the players have always been friendly i'm sorry they've always been oh no 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 yes, not, not in the top not in the top rivalries not at all that is not true, Temi. Like they've always been friendly with each other. No, Temi, Temi, Temi. No, I don't think so. I don't think. I think. So. I think you're. I think you are dead wrong on that one. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I, th- I think Roy Keane you... hated Patrick Vieira with a goddamn passion. Yeah, you've seen that man dead. These guys were bastards. These you either you either want them to not take it too seriously, or you want them. I don't. I can't really quite tell what you want. You want them no, to okay, no. not not devote every fibre of their being, but also literally hate each other no okay okay maybe, maybe there's too much <laughs> no I, I don't want genuine no i do want a little bit of hate football needs a bit of hate um yes. and i think you know you know watching i think you should part, hate each other on the pitch but yeah, like even at the end of the game we talked about this in our in our rivalries episode and it's, it's like you know you cannot tell me that the the uh classico 
derbies of the past. You cannot tell me that these players didn't genuinely hate each other to a pretty serious degree. Maybe not, maybe not so much off the field and everything. And, and you know, I do quite like this whole, you know, that Avengers group chat thing with like, yeah, I like that. Really sh- I like that. I like that on the pitch. I want to fucking hate each other. No, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. No, I'm very, I'm very, uh, I'm very boomerish on this, on this, on this particular <laughs> issue. I, I want them to hate each other. I think them hating each other in real life makes me believe further the illusion that all this is actually like real and true and it's not just like a farce. I'd like to uh, yeah I'd, I'd I, like I want too. to see myself in like the players that I'm supporting playing football like I want to I do want to see that like the center backs making jokes with the with the strikers like oh yeah you play a fucking dived over there didn't he? be like mm. yeah yeah exactly I want to see that what I'm saying is like when I say people people have always been friendly to each other on a football pitch. I don't mean like every player has always been used to, used to be friendly with every player. I mean, like now you've got people literally racially abusing each other on the pitch. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. a line that yeah. can't be crossed here. Is, is, is that what you're looking for, Pat? <laughs> yeah, I, I think there should be more racial abuse. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I'm not getting a job. No, uh, um, I think no, what I, I'm I just, referring I just... to more is like the. I think we can all agree with this. Really, is the conditioning of players from a very young age to basically not have a personality in football because ultimately it compromises oh, so their boring. brand and their club. Whereas before, yeah. uh, like Roy Keane, if he was playing now, he would be playing at the top level, of course, but he wouldn't be doing what he was doing. I don't think. I think he would be conditioned from such a young age to not to be acting this. Yeah, I, I do think that footballers aren't outspoken enough. I, I do want a bit more personality. I, I think the game, and this is definitely a games gone boomerish, you know, I'm an old man type opinion, but I do think there is a definite lack of character in football right now. Without um, a doubt, without, without a doubt. And yeah. That's why you're always so taken aback when someone says something of consequence. Like with what we talked about before, Paul Pogba's interview, the whole. Paul Pogba lashes out. You won't believe what he had to say. What Didn't he said say was, anything. What he said was that for some players, you gelled better with different managers than other players would. That was literally everything he said. If anything, and, the stuff he said was quite boring. Like, yeah, exactly. And like they, so they when, can't when be you caught get someone saying bad showing stuff. their personality, like like Marcus Rashford. Like I still watch back that that that's a that's a great example of someone showing like what a shining, brilliant person they are. But not even just that, Charlie Austin. That video of him getting like yeah. furious about apparently not being given his way. I, I love that video. Yeah, that's him going. That's him going. They put so much money into this. How how is this not better than it is right now? They obviously and, need some help. And maybe maybe that's Ed why you can't see yourself on the football pitch. Like because because you see watch these interviews and it's like if I spoke like this, I would have no mates. Yeah, like yeah. I I was thinking about like, did you see Saka's interview after? The Prague uh, game where they asked talk, him about talk about the Emery thing. Yeah, they asked him about where, whether he was excited to play against Emery, and he was like, "Yeah, we're looking forward to the next game." Yeah, it was, now. <laughs> it was the biggest question dodge. Yeah, I'd have loved it. I, I mean, asking Saka that wasn't it wasn't going to get much response because, like, I think I think personally, I think Saka owes quite a lot to Emery. Actually, to be honest, um, uh, just for like, even though Emery was a bum and he was terrible, like he did he did give Saka his his breakthrough into the first team and, yeah. and Saka probably loves him for it but if he'd asked someone like Pepe Pepe what he thought of Emery and what he was thinking about the next game what I would want to see is is Pep, Pepe saying 
I hate that. I am out for revenge. (laughs) Yeah, I I want to show this guy that he was dead wrong and an idiot for the way he treated me. And in reality, you wouldn't get that because because they would get disciplined by the club for saying that, wouldn't they? Well, you think about that saying that, and I know I know exactly what you mean. But literally, what is wrong with saying that? There is nothing wrong with saying something like that. Obviously, like a twat or something. It's just just competitiveness. Yeah. Like, you know, you think competitiveness that. and and personality. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, what? What? Okay. What? What are the the sort of? Because even even the like the flair players you would expect to have big personalities. So in the mold of Ronaldinho, like let let's say I will uh, say Sam Maximan does Alan have Sam, a personality. Sam. Yeah, Sam Maximan does have a personality, but he's not a you know. Even still, he just seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Like. Um, I I want more bastards in football. Are there any like <laughs> right assholes in the Premier League? Do you think like proper like you you are such an asshole kind of guy? Ali, yeah, Ali, yeah, yeah, exactly. Delhi Ali, You know we. Deli Ali. I, I love him. You guys hate him, and it's precisely because he actually has a definable personality trait, being yeah. a twat. Like some things, better than nothing, right? Which is bastard. <laughs> yeah, I think. Exactly. I think I think it's almost a sense. I'm re- I'm really like pushing here, but like the game losing its personality as much as the players. Like like the players having no like personalities and being just like football kicking robots. Yeah, adds to it. But like and then the like the lack of flair players. Like the best teams in the like well, most of the best teams in the world just consist of eleven engines. You don't get people doing things that you're excited to see obviously like obviously there are exceptions but like city no one's doing anything exciting liverpool just three like they're just engines yeah it's definitely number 10 isn't it that that is a huge games dominance but the the, as i think it doesn't even have to be number 10 start of the podcast it's the outsourcing of creativity from 10 to the fullbacks, that is utter oh, the, the, criminal. It, it, it is it is the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> it's <laughs> horrible. That is um, worse than the Super Bring League, back, bring our, our podcast is officially going to decree. This is a a proclamation of the Pace and Power podcast. Bring back number tens. Every team yes. needs to have a number ten who is a saucy, ineffective okay. player. <laughs> I, I'm going to come back against this because. Like I know he's not the number ten you've you've been wanting to see, but by jo- by Jove, is he the number ten you deserve? Bruno, he's not a number he's ten the most in spirit. Player in our team. No, no, and, no, no, no. He, he's a number nine point five. He's symbolic of the games. Game what, num- what number? Do, what number does he have on his shirt? Eighteen. He's number eighteen. He's not a ten. <laughs> that's ri- that's ridiculous. That's, crazy. <laughs> that's not what a number ten is. Wait, he's no, number I've never heard anything so fucking stupid in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> So Ed, Ed's gone for Are you me. telling me that, that, that Harry Kane isn't a number nine because he's not the number nine? Harry Kane not wearing number nine is games gone. He needs that shirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, who, I don't know he is our 10. Though. He is our but 10. What, yeah. What, 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 10. Dixon's, what Dixon's done there is what Mourinho did in response to Ollie, where he's he's chosen to take the comment too literally. <laughs> 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 Feed your well, sons, people. <laughs> Like 40 years ago, like a player having a number that didn't direct, no, not even 40, like 20 years ago, a player that had a number that didn't directly correspond to their position. That's so games gone to someone to yeah. us 20 years ago. We'd be like, oh, bloody hell. Like he's wearing, he's wearing 25. 
The Chancer? Again, like, what the fuck again, is that? I, I don't okay, think Joe, Joe, Joe Willock debuting for Arsenal in the number 69 shirt. <laughs> oh, Where's the game? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. I, I think, I think this, this, is, this is a game's gone thing, but this doesn't apply to England. This only really applies to like Serie A. Do they just randomly generate the numbers they give over what there? What is a number 99? 99? Why do people have like 72 when yeah, they're that's, not that's used players? 1999, like, you know, if maybe a striker, if a striker they couldn't get the number Only nine, a flair someone player already had it. have that number. Yeah, but you, but, you okay. have to have the personality and like the play style yeah. to you, have you never, the number you want. You never need the number 73 shirt. You never <laughs> need it. There's no reason to have it. Shirt number. You never need the number thirty-four shirt or the, the player thing. wearing it. We are <laughs> arguing for like personality, player-specific personalities to be removed in this regard. In the sense that they shouldn't be allowed to choose their own number. That's, that's what numbers should like. correlate to their position on the pitch. Nah, yeah, that, they no. should, to be fair. No, I all my first team's numbers to the exact number nah, where they should not. have on the pitch. I'll, I'll, I change it. I'll have well. a few extras, but no one should have a number over twenty. I change it. No, the thing is, I change it as well, but there are a couple of, of positions which I think are outliers. Like, um, so are you giving the the right winger the number 11? I'm depends left winger if, 11, right winger 7. Uh, it depends what the players are like, you know? Oh, set, no, seven, 7 is such a left wing number, in my opinion. I think it's, it's just it's, the Spurs, it's it was separate, around, It's yeah. changeable, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think you can put 15 is the same as 7 and 11. You could no, you could no. Oh, no. no. Oh, what? Oh, that is that game out the window, man. 15. I'd hear 14, but I won't hear 15. 14 is ridiculous. 19, 19 works. Um, anything I like, about I like that. 19 because the manager says, I want him to have the number nine on the back, but he's not. He's not on the number nine. Number nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Which player okay, so, would you guys go for, by the way? Out of interest. 14. Seven. Definitely, I'm going for ten every time. Yeah, yeah, fourteen ten or nine. is the fourteen. Oh. My my two my two K player has fourteen. Uh, is number fourteen. I've also got fourteen tattooed on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my dedication to that number. Although when I was when I was younger, it used to be number four because of Seth Fabregas. So I will say four I, for a I never like I never like Fabregas playing as a four. No, 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 four, no, no, four no, is a centre back I, number. No, no, a, a deep lying centre mid wearing number four. I like it. I really like it. it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's round up. Let's round up this discussion. But I want. I want to. <laughs> lastly, I want to hear what is we the most have gone, flagrant. We've gone all over the shop. <laughs> what is the most flagrant? We've gone around the houses here. <laughs> what is the most flagrant abuse of a number being assigned to the wrong position that you've ever seen? I think oh. mine. I think Rudiger is eighteen for Chelsea. Is that right? Uh, I don't I, hate. I that. have to check that. I think that is you, utterly disgusting. You hate it? I hate Eighteen it. is your second striker. Yeah. Hang on, let me check um, this. Let, let me let me let me massage my brain here because I can I can definitely oh, think of some. some absolute stinkers. Oh, he's just yeah. two. All right. Cavani being number seven. <laughs> that bad. is horrible. That's bad. I agree, but. It's more because we, we just want to slap it on someone who will save the number. That isn't what we wanted. That isn't what we wanted. It was just what was free. Um, didn't, didn't, you, didn't you give Michael Owen number seven? Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Oh, horrible, okay. no, right? no, no, no. I, I actually, it's not that bad because I think seven fundamentally in my eyes is a creative player. And as long as they're scoring goals, like Ronaldo was seven. And like, obviously Ronaldo yeah. changed his position. 
Lyra no, co- co- hang on, hang on. If we're talking creative, Cavani is as far from creative as possible. No, that's wrong. Oh, but that's like, wrong. He, he's Cavani's involved really in the production of goals in, in whatever way. Because <laughs> he scores goals. I will allow it. Yeah. I will allow it. But you wait, you wait in here what I've got. I've got in store for you guys here. Do you guys okay, okay. know what Wilfred Boney's number was at Swansea? Wasn't it four? Oh, was it, no, what was it? No, it was two. Yeah. No. Oh, although, although, okay, that is horrible. But Asamoah Yan having number three, I loved. Oh yeah, he did have a three. That's bad. Oh, no, I don't like no. that at all. Because that no, felt you, so no, left back. No, 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 no. The fullback shirts <laughs> and the keeper <laughs> shirt, the three most nailed on. No, no, no. He, yeah. okay, so he, here's my here's my pro Asamoah Yan argument. Uh, he kept the number three or or like a variant, you know, 33. That was his number and he kept it throughout his career. I'm completely fine with that because, fun. because it's fun and it's like a bit of a brand. And I imagine he was maybe a left back at youth level and yeah, just okay. kept the number out of sentimentality. If if Boney went to Man City, uh, sorry, Man City, was it Man City or Swansea? It was Swansea. When he went, when he, I think when he went back to Swansea, he got two. And he, he only had that number while he was there. That is not allowed. That, that is, is so pathetic. horrible. What number did the back wear? Nine. Carl Norton had a nine shirt on. Oh, I, I, think... I really I really don't like um Ben Rama having nine at West Ham. Yeah. No, I've got a worse horrible. one. This oh, Bale, Bale having nine at Spurs. Bale is Bale being nine is no, well. I don't know because he does drift. Cent- he's more of a central player oh, these he's days. Not a striker. No, 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 is guys, he? guys, relax. Nine he's is the like, striker. He's the right winger. Worse. There's right one winger place on the ever pitch been. That are nine I have a worse one. I have a worse one. William Gallas at Arsenal was number. Oh, ten. <laughs> he was number ten. He was that was bad. 10. That is shot. He's the most offensive of defensive players, being a, a number ten. I know. Like, the, the only thing, man. the only thing, the only thing creative about him is how creatively he could fuck up our aspirations every time he was on the pitch. <laughs> oh, so him to, Kante him to score. Seven. Oh yeah, he is. He is. Awful. Who? Why isn't he? Who's? Who is keeping six from him? Who is their six? <laughs> like... That he drink water. <laughs> it's probably like Timo Ferner, isn't it? Or something. Do, 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 did you guys know? We cut like the last half. No, no one cares about this stuff. Surely. No, this is this is interesting. I think I think football fans love this stuff. Um, did you guys know, did you guys know that uh, when joining when joining Arsenal, um, Lacazette stole Lucas Perez's number and he wasn't informed of it. What? Yeah, yeah. Lucas Perez had the number nine taken off him and he wasn't told, uh, and he was like he was. Utterly devastated by it. <laughs> I was he was that bad, Lucas Perez. I thought he was. No, he was. Fine. He was. He was diabolical. <laughs> He's the sort of player who, like, you probably remember him scoring that goal against Bournemouth, and that was yeah, the that's only exactly, thing exactly you where my yeah. <laughs> yeah, you remember he that. that you volley remember, home. You, you don't remember the the ninety five percent of his games where he did nothing. The funny thing about him as well, and this is this is the last thing because this is. I, we couldn't be further from the topic. <laughs> I swear, when you signed him, you could have signed Kylian Mbappe for a similar price. I think we, we were definitely linked with Mbappe. Like 2015? Um, like Mbappe was like had like half a season at Monaco or something. Yeah, 2015 we paid we paid 17 million for Perez. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like, uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> that was the same summer we bought Mustafi. What a window. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay, right. Okay, let, let's end this with, with Mustafi games gone. 
Mustafi, I think game. No, no, no. I just, I think Mustafi's how much games here to see that. He's the game. He's the game. That is what Mustafi is only games here if he doesn't play for your club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What is Arsenal? That's game. The game couldn't have been more present. Oh, I've got, I've got one more on that note. I know, I know, I know we've taken the utter piss with how many tangents we've been on. But, uh, oh, the, back, the, back to the quick fire round. Yeah, the, la- the last thing I definitively want to suggest for games gone is sub six foot centre backs. Oh, no, I, no, hang on. With some notable exceptions, I would Cannavaro say, yes. Puyol. Yeah, yeah. You, Cannavaro Puyol, they're the two you're thinking of. Maybe it was Mestre. Mestre. Maybe? I didn't like, I didn't even like that. How tall is Maldini? Maldini, I think, was was sub six foot, but he mainly played fullback. Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, I, think, I think Maldini was an exceptional player, but I hate like the false like quotes about him. Oh, the one about tackling. Oh, the one about tackling aggravates me so much. Tackling is bad <laughs> because I should <laughs> I should telekinesis the ball to me. <laughs> no, yeah. So well, Maldini, Maldini was a right footed left back as well, wasn't he? Oh, Maldini, Maldini game's, game's gone. gone. I think it's gone. <laughs> one of the best of, of the, the most... very game we love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> game's gone. Sorry, man. We don't make the rules. I mean, we literally do make the rules in this specific. And Brandon instance. Williams is the only person following in his footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think I think right-footed left backs and left-footed right backs is gone. In yeah. Why? Yeah. Game. You can't have it. <laughs> in the, there's probably, there's probably the whole touch. reason we did well at the, uh, at the World Cup then. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The, um, yes. the funny thing about this is maybe like 20 years ago, inverted wingers would be so games gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's coming yeah, in. Exactly. A winger. Not not running down and just, just whipping one uh, in. Are any of the things we've said going to be the new norm at some point? Is, uh, VAR, is VAR, in 20 years' time, is VAR going to be the most loved thing about football? <laughs> Remember when VAR was really good, guys? Take off VAR. In, in 100 years' time, every team will create a new kit for every match they play. Yeah. yeah. Or there'll be, no, there'll be, be 11, oh. VA, VA, 11 VAR podiums lining up on the pitch, and it'll be a player <laughs> who's deciding on the touchline, what's happening. It, it will be democratically decided. What the... And every decision will be voted on by the entire footballing population in every game. <laughs> oh... Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, I don't know. This is funny. Like, wrapping up this episode, I anticipate this to be quite a dry, serious episode. And we decided to talk so about good. everything <laughs> it's else. so funny. <laughs> I actually so, don't remember most of what I've said. <laughs> no, we, we, put the, we put the pace and power sort of twist on a very boring, boring topic. So let's go, let's go finally round. Game gone. Going, going, yeah, going. If, if this going goes the correct through, which, again, I really don't think it will. I actually don't think it will happen. And if it happens, it's got it's at this. I think the game's hanging by a thread. Do you do we all think we'd choose a different team to support? What team are we picking? Could we all pick the same one? <laughs> no, we all gotta pick a hor- like horrible, like we have to choose a different rivalry. It'll be, it can be the M23 derby now, guys. I'll be oh. asking for a new sport palace. Oh, because that would be the biggest one in the country. Would it? Our, our, our poor, poor Everton. That their, <laughs> their, their rival, gone. gone. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure they'll be comforted by the many Premier League trophies they'll lift. The endless Premier League <laughs> trophies. But what if what if that happens and the, the Super League gets like 
uh, disintegrate in a few years' time, and we all come back to the league to find <laughs> the, come crawling the back. Huddersfield have won the last five Premier <laughs> Leagues. Oh my God, what's going on here? Well, I thought we wouldn't actually, as fans, we wouldn't know about that until our teams were back. Yeah, <laughs> we no idea whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, they, what's, the, what's the, the FA the would definitely league league like stick us in like your local league to like <laughs> get back at the team. Like, oh, yeah, you, you got to start at the bottom of the ladder and work your way up. I actually think we would deserve that. Our teams would would absolutely deserve having to be back into the bottom tier. I'd love to see it as well, personally. I love to see yeah, like, Kane play. like play against like fucking someone. Well, to be fair, he played against, against Farmers in bloody Europa League, and look how that happened. That went well. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> they turned up one for the books for the farmers there. I just wanted to know, Pat, if you've got any more updated games gone opinions that you want to share with me today. I do. Uh, and this this one is is a little bit topical because it happened in it happened in one of the games we uh, well we actually didn't cover today but I it makes my blood boil and okay this just to preface this this isn't a you know culture of football games gone sort of thing like you know mm. a certain kind of boots or whatever it, this is very much a a part of the gameplay of football and I don't. For the I can't for the life of me remember if this was always a rule or if this has just been a recent thing, but offsides being called when the goalie's view is slightly obstructed, I think is disgusting. Um, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and and I saw the goal that got ruled out for Leicester today. I'm what is that? How? <laughs> and, and this it happened. I remember the other game where Allison scored last season to get the yeah. top four. Um, whoever they were playing had a goal ruled out for the same thing. And I was just like, what, how, when has this been a rule? It's just Liverpool officiating BS. You know. Yeah. But I, I like, like Liverpool, but that just happens every year, doesn't it? Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um, I think it's disgusting. I, if like, it's so arbitrary as well. It's so arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you see them, you see them making the t- decision on like in the like VAR sort of replays. It's like, what are they even looking for? Like, are they trying to like simulate where the keeper's looking and see if you can see the ball? Like, it's a corner. Of course, there's going to be people in his way. It's one of those things as well. Where like in in the game of football that me and you would play on the park or if I was like, imagine trying to claim that. Imagine never, trying to claim that. <laughs> ever ever be called. Like it's such a minutiae level of detail that would only get called in the very highest level. Imagine of the a Sunday in Sunday league trying to claim that the, your goalie's view was impeded, so it's offside. Yeah. Like, off that town. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's definitely games one. I think you're, you're bang on there. Yeah, I think it's, it's pathetic. A pathetic excuse to concede a goal. Just see it better. Just see the yeah, ball. Isn't it? Like, okay. and I, I I genuinely think if if the keeper's been unsighted by by where the, the like attacker's standing, well, fair fucking place the attacker. Like, good good, good move. Good, yeah. good block. <laughs> <laughs> you've let the, you've made the keeper not see. Like. <laughs> and I think I think this plays slightly into the general thing of like keepers being overprotected as well when it comes to decisions going their way. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, I just think I'm so, if a goalie can't see, move to a point where you can see. <laughs> yeah, or, definitely or, game's gone hundred percent. Or do you know when you're going down like a blind turn in your car? There's like a there's like a mirror position somewhere. See, so like have a mirror on the post. <laughs> 
<laughs> see, see where the ball is, even if there's a guy in your way. Just communicate better. You know, as yeah. Father Side would always say, we've got to be talking more, boys. Talking, that's, that's talking the- boys. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, no, definitely game's gone. Um, I think it's a pathetic reason to rule out a goal. Yeah. Now, we'll, we'll obviously, we'll play with me, yourself, and Temi that were talking back in this episode, what we did in April. Yeah. But, you know, I want to add a little couple of things on that I think I gave you. Go on, go, go on. And one, of, one I came up with today, it didn't even happen today, was uh, choreographed celebrations from players that aren't particularly known for scoring. Oh, yeah. So the, the most flagrant, uh, the flagrant example of this is fullback scoring and having their own dance or yeah. moves that they do. <laughs> oh, are you talking about Wabasaka? I mean, Wabasaka, like, you don't <laughs> need. And, and he's not even an offensive fullback. He's, he's oh, a, shit, a, a bread forward. and butter defensive fullback. As offensive as it comes, you don't need your own celebration. No, no. Stop it immediately. Isn't it a Spider-Man one? It's crap. It's not even oh, good. So You're shit. never going to see it. And, like... I don't, I can't, like, the, the only players that should have Corey, like, even, I hate the idea of Corey on celebrations. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a very games gone thing to say. Yeah, it is. The only it ones is. that should have it are the very, the very best in the very, the very best in the game. The top five goal scorers in, in the history yeah. in the contemporary <laughs> game right now. Yeah. They're allowed, like, Kane can have his thing. Ronaldo can have his thing. Messi doesn't even have his thing. He, no, he, he, he has a little points to, the points to the sky, yeah. But that's not really, like... It's a, not a finishing move, is it? No, So it's what not makes you move. think, if you're Aaron Bissaka, what makes you think <laughs> of your own celebration? The greatest player, in my opinion, of, of the history of the entire game doesn't have his own celebration. Does not have one. Do you think you can have one? I don't think he scored a professional goal one second. Nah. Whereas on the on the complete opposite end of the spectrum was, uh, did you see Matty Cash's goal for Villa? I did not know. I haven't watched so that. That was that was the first goal he scored for Villa, and he did for for me what is the perfect fullback scoring a goal celebration where he just doesn't look like he knows what to do or where to go. Like <laughs> he he ran towards the crowd like smiling. I think he started crying, and then oh. he uh, he like he slid back onto his back and just looked really happy. I was like, yes. You've not, you know, you're never going to score. So why think about it? Just, just let the moment sort of dictate how you celebrate. It almost takes like it almost takes the emotion out of it a little bit. When, yeah, when definitely. You see players that, that just don't know what to do. The the best example of this, and I'm sure this has been brought up in similar podcasts around the world. I think what's his name? He was a what? He was a what? I think what's his name? He was a Watford centre back, and he played like 400 games. Yeah. His name. <clears throat> was Lloyd Doyley. Now, Watford fans around the world, you'll know what I'm talking about. Lloyd Doyley, he played, as I'm looking at, at right here, 395 games, and he scored one Premier League goal. <laughs> went off his arse. Like, it, went, it, went, it went in in the most BS way possible. Yeah. And the way he celebrates, like he like ran to his other centre-back p- partner or something like that. Like, he yeah. had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> And it's like the pure elation of scoring a goal in football. And you think when you're a striker, it's almost taken that is almost taken out of it a little bit because you're, you're used to scoring a fair yeah. amount. So it's more of a familiar feeling. Then you have a choreographed celebration. If you're a centre-back, let me tell you, that's the most criminal thing. If you're a centre-back, bar having a goalie, you have a choreographed celebration. Yeah, yeah. If you're a centre-back with a choreographed celebration, I think you need to look yourself in the mirror personally. Yeah. A, a long think. I will say though, I think I think the exception to this is like non choreographed dancing. 
Look, like like when um, Sam Maxavan's goal, for example, where I, I thought the darts he did was because he mm. still looked overjoyed. Well, and I think I think over the course of the Premier League, there's been so many good like dance celebrations. Like you know, um, Joe. If I said Emmanuel Bouet's dance celebration, do you know the one I mean? No. <laughs> it's it's just amazing. Like it's so funny and it's so. I I don't know. I think I think. It, it normally is black players who do it. I can't, I can't, apart from like Todd Cantwell, I can't think of a white guy who, who like dances. As, I mean, he's not going to get a chance much this season because he's holding bench. He won't for score. Norwich. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, you know. no, he won't score. His, his, his team won't score. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I just think it's so brilliant. And it when it's done right, it can feel quite in the moment. Whereas when mm. you've got like, only got, I don't know, like Jesse Lingard or. I mean, I like you know, these days. Actually, I'm a bit of a Jesse apologist. To be fair, I quite like him. But um, I think he's all right. <laughs> I like it. I like his. I quite like his celebrations. Actually, so I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, when it's when it's like, I mean, we're beating around the bush here a little bit. It's it's the Sue celebration as well, isn't it? Like one, it's all it's earned because I've been the crowd doing it as we talked about last week. The crowd doing the yeah. Sue celebration, I think that's bang out of order. Um, but it's almost like. I like the crowd doing the Messi celebration when he scores. Like, yeah. That is pathetic. <laughs> um, it, that is earned. It's more, and I'm not talking like, you know, I, and I, I get it's more of African players doing dances when they score. Yeah. I don't really mind that at all, to be honest. It's more the gimmicky celebrations, the hand movements, the little hand gestures, like the Deli Ali thing, yeah. where did the little eye thing. I like the, I like Deli Ali, but that is crap. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Do something else. This crap. You don't need that. And the worst example of it, I'm really getting into it here. It was like two yeah. years ago, right? And it was it was Trent, and it was a product placement. And he did oh the, the Volta Vol- thing. The Volta symbol was it? Was it this? Um, SBS that like, yeah that that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> to do to do a celebration where you are creating the symbol or you're a product placement as a celebration. In a celebration. As a right back. That's the most James Conn thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And Volta. My entire life. Volta is fucking crap as well. Volta is crap. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) It'd be one thing if Volta was a great thing we all played now. It's garbage. It's absolutely imagine, trash. Imagine what other what other like similarly niche modes could they like? Could they do like a skill game celebration, <laughs> <laughs> or, or like a be the manager, <laughs> like, a, like a rub the chin sort of thing? <laughs> Although run, running now, nah, running into one of the um, technical areas and pretending to manage would actually be a hilarious celebration. Although I think that it'd be weirdly like illegal from the referee or something. Like yeah, you probably get sent off doing it. But moving but, um, on. I think we've stumbled onto quite a good games gone, and I think I think FIFA games gone. FIFA FIFA the video games, games gone. Games gone. I think I think it's terrible. Yeah, I think yeah. It's I mean, absolutely abysmal. Yeah, um, I think the glory days of FIFA are long behind us now. Truly, um, truly, truly. Yeah, I I haven't even considered buying a FIFA for a, a good few years now. Um, and my life, I, I remember I played it a lot in um first year of uni. That was the last time I owned the game myself. Um. I just remember being so angry at it all the time. Um, (laughs) So miserable. Like the, the, the only thing about it that I think is fun. um, I mean, I think pro clubs is a quality mode. If you've got mates who play it, Mm, Um, mm. I don't, unfortunately. So uh, it is what it is, (laughs) but um, no pro club, pro clubs is quality. It's so fun. It's so sweaty, but in like, 
it's like te- team sweatiness, so it's it's quite yeah. funny. Um, although, oh god, it caused oh when we were mates were playing it last uh, last summer. Was that when COVID was like properly? Yeah, last summer. Yeah, last summer it was like an everyday sort of thing. Um, it did it did get caused quite some quite uh, a phrase, yeah, a phrase. Yeah, like yeah. But then, and I, I enjoyed career mode for about ten minutes, and then I'm like, well. If I want to do this, I should just do like man, um, pro. What's called the boss manager game called football manager, yeah. Football manager, yeah. <laughs> That's a remember. Um, but ultimate team, geez, I mean, ultimate team is the reason it's so shit now. Yeah, it's um, great. Ultimate the, team game's gone 100. Like it, it's yeah, one of the worst hot, things I've ever seen in my entire life. It's it's the single thing I like about ultimate team is right at the start when everyone has shit players. Mm. That bit's fun, but that's fun for about a week, and then you start coming against players who just have the same team over and over again which um, is the thing i know this is meant to be a football podcast and not a, a fifa podcast but i remember back in the day and this is when i really used to enjoy fifa like your fifa 12 fifa 13 is where yeah 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 you'd start off and for the most part of your experience on the game you you'd have players with random dogs. <laughs> i remember i had a front two for most of fifa 13 i think it was that was like Remy and Bafatimbi Gomez. One play for QPR, one play for Leon, and that was my yeah. that was my two, like my strike partnership. I the had entirety of the game. We we all need to do okay. This has made me think we will need to do a full <laughs> FIFA episode at some point because there's actually <laughs> so much content we could talk about. But um, in FIFA 13, I think it was I, me and my mate Charlie, who you know, um, yes, we had like a year long debate about whose striker was better. I had uh, Aruna Kone, uh, yeah. and he had Dar- he had Darren Ben. I think it's um, hard to li- argue with that Darren Ben. To be no, fair. But, oh, oh, but no, Kone Kone was like a, a an undiscovered gem. I think I was like the only person who used him, but for some reason he was like a perfect player for FIFA. Oh, and I remember I think it was a couple years later, but the only time I've had there are three Ultimate Team players I've had that much love for: Kone, um, Di Natale, uh, and. Yeah. And uh, third in form, Yannick Balassi in FIFA 15. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Oh, because oh my god, the amount of fucking fun I had playing with him. Like, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even care if he lost the game. But now that's the thing. Like, it's so everything is so like meta defined that mm. you will not win unless you have the exact right players in every position. It's you too serious. Spend, you got to spend. Oh, and I think this is always a a sort of death toll for a get uh, like death. What's it called? Uh, uh, I know what you mean. Like, um, a, it's a scratch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's always a bad sign of your game where, like, the least in the least enjoyable part of it by far is actually playing the game itself. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. On older team, it's like, oh, you know, I packed this player, I've done this squad building challenge, and then you got to play the game. It's like, geez, I hate this. <laughs> no, I mean, not fun. this is the thing. Like, I was watching my brother. I, I stumbled upon my brother playing FIFA twenty one, and albeit in the in the absolute late game stages of it, but I was seeing a ninety nine Roberto Firmino card, and I was just like, "What has <laughs> happened to this game?" Like Messi back in the day, like in in the, in, and I'm speaking like I I the only game I haven't bought in my life has been FIFA 21. Yeah, I was so pissed off FIFA 20. Um, but back in the day, I remember like Messi would would get no higher than a 95. Yeah, in, in, um, in the Ultimate Team, and it, well, it's all it's all obviously to do with getting kids to buy a load of packs in it because if there's loads of new shiny cards, they'll buy loads. But um. In the sort of glory days we're talking about, like FIFA, like FIFA, 
FIFA 12 through like FIFA 15, maybe. Mm, um, mm. Like even at the very end stage of the game, like there wouldn't be a 99 card. Mm. Like you, you have an inform like, I don't know. You'd have an inform like Christian Benteke. That'd be your end yeah, game yeah, yeah. right there. Exactly. Um, and like the I don't know, the best right back in the game would be rated like 92. And it would be like an inform Danny Alves or something. Um, well, team of the now, yeah, hundred percent. Now it's like you've got to have you've got to have a 90, 95 minimum in every single position, and you'll still get dicked because there'll be people who have ninety nines in every position. Um, no, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's, it's it's horrible, and I don't think. I mean, when I eventually get a PS five, I'll probably buy the new Fever just to like see what it's like. Mm, um, mm. But while I've still got a PS four, I'm never buying it again. Yeah, I think more generally, like the, in the way in which I believe that FIFA's game's gone is no. The game is the literally game, gone. The, the game actual is game, terrible. the game is gone. <laughs> but it also, especially on like social media, like Twitter, for example, the game influences, and it influences everyone. I think if you play the game, it influences you. But it, once you stick a step back from FIFA, you can really see how the game can manipulate how you think about certain players. Oh god, and yeah. How you believe some players are good, some players are bad. Like Alex, Alex Tayers, Alex Tayers. We talk about, we talk about him all the time. You shit. He, he he's was actual he, crap. In he life. was rated. He was rated eighty four on every single FIFA. Like that guy sucks. He's so bad. He's so <laughs> yeah, he's bad. So... Luke Shaw was like seventy eight, and Luke Shaw is like a miles better left back than him. Honestly, it's, it's like it's like people. Um, it's it's obviously mainly true of of younger kids and. Um, we were all guilty of it in the day, I'm sure. But like, genuinely basing your opinion off a, on a player on, on what they're rated on FIFA, like, and I still take a cursory glance at what the like top-rated players are. But it's, it's the same every year, and there's no need to get upset about it because, like, who cares how good they are on FIFA? Like, it's not it's how good thing. they are. In who real cares? Life. I mean, I saw the, the Tottenham ones the other day for FIFA 22, and I was seeing like. <sighs> Matt Doherty, what, 77? Uh, T- Jeff at Tanganga, 74. Based on what? Ba- literally <laughs> literally based on what? Like, what are you basing that on? Tanganga, in my, in my view, is better at every single aspect of the game of football than Matt Doherty. Every single yeah. aspect. But because, I don't even know what because. Like, there's no because. It's just, for some yeah. reason, he's rated more. Because he's an academy player? Like, why? I saw saw Rudiger tweet about it, and I thought it was so true. Like, um, And it is always funny to see players, like actual real-life football players, getting annoyed about their rating (laughs) on FIFA. Like, there is something just so childlike about that. But um, (laughs) Rudiger was saying, like, just, like, what does he have to do to get a high pace rating? Like, because he's a centre-back, they'll give him 70 when he's faster than, like, everyone at his club. (laughs) No, it's, um, it's literally because they don't want to make him too OP. That's literally what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, exa- example with the with the Doherty thing, it's, it's like he's been given that rating because a couple of years ago he was rated something similar and they, they don't want to change it that much. Um, yeah. The one I did enjoy, though, is that, Mar- do you have you seen what Martial's rated this year? 78? He's like 77, 78, oh my. yeah. And he's got oh no pay, no pace. <laughs> Is he bald on his photo as well? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah. So, oh, well, one thing. Just this isn't a games gone thing, but one thing that is a little bit depressing is seeing 
seeing players become icons who like we grew up with. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, Wayne like, Rooney, icon. Wayne Rooney, Ooh, Van Van Van, per- Van Persie's getting one this year. It's like I watched that guy's whole career. <laughs> It's too, it's too early, isn't it? I think you've got to give yeah. them at least five years in retirement before you give them. Whereas there's these guys, icon, there these guys you know I've mean? never fucking heard of. Like they've from, they've from been the, they've been phased out though. 1960s no ballers. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jimmy, man, Jimmy Jimmy Greaves has never had one, has he? Maybe they'll give no. him one. But the thing is, like the way I see it, uh, this is not game time. I don't at all care. But like the, yeah. the a part part of their selling point for ultimate team is introducing players like you know, you know your Wayne Rooney's, whatever your your Van yeah. your Henri's, for example, into as players icons because then people will buy the game. Like they're not the people aren't gonna buy the game. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy some some, some 90 year old guy buying FIFA yeah. because there's Jimmy Greaves on it this year. <laughs> as you know Jimmy Greaves obviously by his track record is deserving of yeah, being yeah, in, of in that game. But like I mean, right, if, Ryan, if, Ryan, if Ryan Giggs has got one, then anyone should, really. Exactly. Like, loads of players are, but like, it's not because of that. It's because this is just let me t- Let me tell you, if, if Ryan Giggs has got one, I hope Ashley Young gets one when he retires because they were the same player. Same player. Same player. I mean, Ashley Young yeah. didn't beat anyone up. Or, and Ashley no, Young, and all, by, by the sounds of it, it seems like an all right guy. So. No, and Ashley, Ashley Young had higher scoring Prem seasons than Giggs ever did as well. So, Yep. As always, we're an anti-Ryan Giggs podcast. Yes, Ryan yes, Giggs. yes. Hope you're that's on sweat. <laughs> oh, we, we just need to do a quick, a quick, um, I'm not, it should really become a regular feature because it's it's the name of the podcast. But Pace and Power Watch, Martin Keown has, has got a new tally. He uh, he described Ivan Tony as a Pace and Power player, even though he's not. But I'll, I'll, I'll no, he, does, he doesn't, he doesn't seem very fast. He's got a lot of power, but I. You know, the clip the clip over which Martin Keown was describing his pace and power, Tony was moving very slowly, I thought. Shout out racism. Yeah, shout out racism. I think with pace and power watch, it's one of those ones where we'll just call it when we see it, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when people Stink- say it, we'll be there. Yeah, stink watch is very easy this week, isn't it? I think it's Harry okay. Kane. That's as stinky as he's gonna get. I hope. I hope. Unless he like, you know, turns on the halfway line and just belts it into his own yeah. goal. I don't really know what else he could do. And then, and then cups, cups his ear to the fans, <laughs> or does like scores an own goal and doesn't add by your runs <laughs> to the whole stadium. Yeah. Like the whole stadium. Oh, could you imagine what sort of stuff would be getting thrown at him? Yeah. <laughs> God knows what. I mean, yeah, Harry Kane's think watch. It's not even up for discussion. I can't believe we no. didn't even talk about that. No, um, I mean, to be fair, Saka Saka did escape it this week because he was really. His team won though. His team won. But his team won as well. Him. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you got any more games going on moments before we leave? Um, I mean, can I can I put three at the back as games gone? I mean, it's not games gone in the traditional sense. <laughs> Explain because... why. Explain why. Have you got a good, well, convincing I mean... reason? I'm sure. I'm sure that's the thing. I'm sure three at the back has existed for at least like 50 years. I don't know what the <laughs> first team was to have it, but like, also at the end of the day, I, I do think football should be about entertainment and mm, and mm. you know something that you could be excited to watch. I don't know how. Well, no, I do know how a Chelsea fan can be excited to watch their team play because all they care about is the numbers at the end, um, <laughs> and that's all that matters. Would uh, you say that very quickly that the only their title victories down the years are characterised not by the style of play. It's, they've never been good at the style of play. It's always been characterised by the numbers. 
by grinding it out, getting the yeah. results. It's never been like you um, think of the, the best Man United teams, for example, that 07 08 team with Tevez and, le- and electrifying Bell, to watch. Amazing. Yeah. Arsenal, I hate to say it, but the Invincibles team and the team was it the team before that? 0102? Well, yeah, so the Invincibles team, the team before that, and it's, if we're talking style of play as well, you've got to talk about the sort of early Emirates era teams as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, stuff. Per- personally, I think sort of 2007 until, like after the success, 2007 until like 2011, I think Arsenal played some of the best, most attractive football I've ever seen. Um, sure, yeah, of course. And the, like Chelsea, they had players who have been really excited to watch. Yeah, Eden Hazard, um, probably some others uh, down, the, <laughs> down, the, down, the, down the years. Redacted, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> la, la, was Lampard was good to watch in the sense that he scored some nice goals. Well, Lampard is a... characterised, is so perfectly summed up by Chelsea because he was just like a machine. He was a machine. Yeah, no, a numbers machine. Um, you think about your Liverpool, but... so you think about City, you think about Arsenal, you think about Man United, you think about even, even Leicester when they won. At least I saw some good football on the show. Leicester yeah. was scumming it. Chelsea don't yeah. scum it, so to speak, but it's a very, pra- they're so pragmatic. Yeah. There's no like thought behind it. You know? And let's, let's just, let's just make, say, say as well that this is much more enjoyable to talk about when there's not Hammerson here. Even, even Terry, I think, would be overruling us and saying, I, Dixon, I know, would be agreeing with us no matter what. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's nice that we can say right now, uh, and have no one tell us how <laughs> how gr- how great to watch you know 10 11 Chelsea were or whatever <laughs> no they were shit and we're both we going to agree on it <laughs> <laughs> take your solomon Kalus and fuck off and you say chelsea games gone <laughs> I'm saying it. I'm saying it. chelsea I think they're the very antithesis of the game of football um <laughs> I think I don't I don't want to endorse it, you know? <laughs> I hate that. I mean, to all the Chelsea fans that listen, if there are any. Um, Stop. I, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> There's plenty of other clubs out there. But it is, you know, it is what it is. We, we, we only hate on Chelsea so much because they're so successful. Because yeah, they win yeah. so much. If, if they didn't win anything, obviously there'd be no point talking about them because they just play shit football and they wouldn't win anything. Yeah. Um, but the reason why we hate Chelsea is because they're so relentlessly fucking good like basically every year you know what I mean you've got their Premier Leagues but in that time Chelsea have got two Champions Leagues as well and City City could win the Carabao Cup for the next 100 years straight (laughs) and it wouldn't equate to one FA Cup in my opinion let alone a Champions Champions League it's true okay I've got another one for you here similar on the lines of Chelsea Manchester City not Manchester City games gone even though I couldn't make an argument for that Manchester yep. City not selling out their Champions League <laughs> first home game. I think they're so games gone. Yeah, yeah. Personally. Okay, so so I, I know that at least one City fan does listen to this. And I, I've seen, I follow a few City fans on Twitter and everything. And I've seen some perfectly good sort of, well, reasonable defences about how like obviously mm. City aren't going to have a, like as big a fan base. They've not had time to in terms of their success. Um, not sure about that argument, but also that's you terrible. Know, I think that's a, a pent up. Yeah, but pr- price of price of tickets and everything. You know, city city ticket prices are rising just like everywhere else. But you know, Arsenal Arsenal have some of those expensive tickets in the world. We still sell out our stadium regularly. Um, and there's obviously this, the sort of mitigating circumstance of 
man the most successful club in the history of the world pretty much being your your neighbors who have a much bigger fan base um but it's there is just something pathetic about and i know i know city fans fucking hated what pep said um Mm. and you can understand because he dug out their whole club and was just like "You're, (laughs) you're not good enough what do i have to do for you guys to turn up and watch um and i if i was a city fan I'd be fucking livid at what he said. Mm, I'd be mm. so angry because because it's it's drawing a target on something that they're already quite sensitive about. Um, yeah. But it is just pathetic. And it is it is a symptom of how they've got their success, isn't it, really, if we're being honest? It's, um, like, it's almost like, I don't know, Nuno, for example, um, saying... It's like addressing the idea of Spurs being bottomers and basically calling Spurs bottomers. It's like that. It's, that's like your weakness as a club. Yeah. As, as being... <laughs> City, because City, aside from that, apart from the fact they've got no history and all that, their only weakness is that they don't really have any fans. Like, whenever no. I watch City at Tottenham, there's no one there. Well, there, there is people there, but they don't sing. There's, there's their fa- their fan base almost. As, as soon as the, you know, in terms of City, as soon as you leave the confines of the pitch, the club isn't all that really is it like they they don't i know it's such a minor thing and it is a little game's gone to even care about it but like they don't have a good social media presence like no. you, you see that you see their tweets and they're dropping they're dropping rookie numbers <laughs> yeah. um, it's like, one of those they, ones where i feel really sorry if you're like if you've been born and raised in manchester your whole life generation supporting manchester city which is not a small club by any means yeah yeah it's I, a I medium-sized club but if you're one of those these big Man City fans and down the years, like you, you spoiled it through and through, and then luckily your club's been taken over and this and the other. And now you're on this, this sort of pedestal where people are saying your club's tiny. I can really feel for you. But at the end of the day, it really sting. Yeah. That's the trade-off. If you're getting all the success, you can expect that to come with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're the king, everyone's gonna aim for you, you know what I mean? Or whatever the, the stupid phrase is. Yeah. You better not miss. Or whatever. Well, I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, come come at the king, you better not miss. Yeah. Miss. And you know, we, we have a miss, to be fair. You don't have no. any fans. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Um, and oh, and it was, there was something, uh, something quite sweet about like the the game that the game that Pep begs them to attend. No, they sell out the stadium and then they put in a fucking horror show of performance. <laughs> I mean, I said, I said in the chat, like I, I almost, it, I wouldn't put it past Pep Guardiola to throw that game. Despite the fans. twisted point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's so weird, isn't he? Like, like, uh, and the thing is, uh, I didn't follow the whole sort of back and forth between him and his own fans, but um, him, him, like him responding to them by saying like, "Oh, that's fine, I'll leave if you don't want me here." Like, oh fuck Weird. off, Weirdo. shut Weirdo. up! You're so strange. <laughs> You're not going to leave because some fans are upset with a comment you made. Like, of course you aren't. Um. Yeah, well, the no, other game's uh, gone. Let me pose that right now. Oh, maybe, maybe. I mean, he did ruin football, in my opinion. Um, I, I'm going to say Guardiola game's gone. Here's why. I think, <laughs> number one, demands are loads of spending, which I think spending and inflation that does ruin the game, just objectively. Yep. In those born, more boring games gone lines. Number two, and here's the most critical uh, criticism I have of Pep Guardiola. It's the... How do I even describe this? It's when a player's warming up on touchline for their debut <laughs> or after the game, and it's yep. the extremely over-the-top dramatic instructions that oh. he seems to be giving to them. He's gesticulating like an absolute madman. Like, no, <laughs> no human being could possibly take in what you're saying. 
You don't no. even say anything. You just you're acting out like hand gestures. No yeah. one's going to take that in. I think that's so games gone. Like it, it, you're so doing that for the like Jack Grealish in Champions League. Latest example of that. Um, the most flagrant example. Do you see uh, Riyad Mahrez? Do you see that? It's hideous. It's hideous. It's where he's, he's like he's like a, a couple of inches away from him, but he's bellowing and like pointing wildly, and all he's talking about is apparently like tracking back. Just tell him to track back and do it so quietly. Track back, you fucking idiot, you bald He's, freak. He, there's, there's, there is something really, really weird about him. I, I heard an anecdote. I'm not sure if this is true, but um, he basically he was in when he was on his sabbatical. He he was living in New York for a time, and he was in the crowd at this like kickabout at the park, basically. And um, I know between, between 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 kids and. No one there knew who he was because um, it's, you know, soccer and everything. American um, tax, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And um, they needed a ref, basically, and he he stepped in to do it. And he kept stopping the game to, like, give tactical instructions to the players. <laughs> and it was just like this kickabout at the park. <laughs> and he completely ruined it. And all the parents were shouting at him, apparently. <laughs> Part of me, part of me likes him because I think he loves the game. You can clearly tell yeah. he loves the game so much. I quite like him as a character. I like him as a character. Like he's, he's not the sort of person I'd like to be mates with. He, yeah. Him and Mourinho are sort of similar despite having very different temperaments and mm. different characters. Like Pep isn't outspoken in the same way, but he's so fucking weird that it, he's still a, a real character. Mm. I think the difference is I'd want Pep in the game of football, but not in the Premier League. I want him elsewhere, but there. Yeah. Because I think you, for a talent like that, he has to be in the game. With yeah, Mourinho, he's, he's I'd want Mourinho in the Premier League because I think he is box office. Wherever he not is. at your club. And not at my team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Arsenal, else. that'd be great. Yeah, no, I'd love that. Yeah. But not at Tottenham. Definitely. Have, I, I've got to say, having watched Mourinho destroy two of, of my well arguably three of my of my most hated clubs it is there's something so just delicious about it watching it watching beautiful. it unfold you would have enjoyed it at united and and chelsea and then just hoped I didn't it really like it at united united it just seemed like so, so bad for all like someone was going to end up dying over it at Luke chelsea Shaw it was amazing uh, chelsea yeah. the second time chelsea it was amazing at united i thought this is so pathetic what is happening here like it's not fun yeah. <laughs> It's just sad. <laughs> Let's just hopefully we can return back to the glory of mid two thousands, where Tottenham were somehow worse than we are now. All right, <laughs> guys, it's been a pleasure as always. Temmy, I'll see you later. See you later, Dixon. Goodbye. Bye. Come on, remember what I said yesterday? Ed? <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I, I just don't remember what you suggested. No, say the line, Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Bam- you can't make me say Bam- it. Baboos, you're vomit. I don't want enough. to. <laughs> and finally, Pat. When, we, when we release video podcasts, we're going to like start deep faking Ed saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cowboy hat on and everything. All right. And finally, Pat. Goodbye. It's been a pleasure. And of course, if you enjoyed this this episode here, please feel free to follow the podcast on Spotify, rate it on Apple Podcasts, share it with your friends, and just have a great day. Don't feel free. Feel obliged. 
deal fucking applies. You know, we do, we, as a side point, you know, we do this free every damn week. We do a lot for you guys. <laughs> but yeah, no, you you made it this far in the episode, so you clearly like listening to us talk about absolutely nothing. <laughs> and you haven't done all the things he's just said. Then, then pull your weight. Make, yeah. make fake account. So I've already done it. Make a fake account. Make a funny name. Rate it on a podcast. Say what you like. As long as it's five stars, and it's relentlessly positive. Um, <laughs> that's great. And yeah, we'll keep delivering this quality content as we as we do. 